You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, PJ Glasser with you, the glass man in studio. Great to see you. So we're going to talk about the NFL quarterback carousel. And I want to start with Aaron Rodgers, because I think that's the most interesting piece. I'm sure we can all agree. Where does he end up? And I think there's about nine teams, PJ, that you could realistically take a look at. So let's start with some, let's start with the teams that, he's least likely to go to, but it's not out of the question. And that for me is the Seahawks. Okay. You can find the Seahawks at 66 to one to win the Super Bowl. That's a value play right there. If Aaron Rodgers ends up in Seattle. Now we saw the Geno Smith coming out party. The dude's 32, but just had his best season arguably of his entire career. I mean, they are looking for an answer there. The defense also was took a big step back there in Seattle. I've got to think that Pete Carroll will fix that in the offseason. Could you see Aaron Rodgers with the Seahawks, and would you be willing to take a little flyer on them at 66-1 to 1 if he did? You know, I like the fit because, I mean, obviously they got weapons. You have Metcalf on the outside with Tyler Lockett. Kenneth Walker is a really good young running back. They have some good pieces on the O-line. The defense has some young mm-hmm. stars as well. So I, I like it on on uh, on paper. I just – we've heard the, the Packers say time and time again that they're not going to trade Rodgers to an NFC team. So that's the only thing that I think would kind of hinder that. And I do think because he's been so good for that franchise, he's probably going to have some say in where he wants to go a a little bit. Obviously, if there's a team that blows Green Bay away with an offer, that's where they're going. But I I do think they're willing to hear his input a little bit, kind of like the whole Kevin Durant situation in Brooklyn. Um, So I do think the Seahawks would be a good fit on paper. I just think that they're not going to trade him to an NFC team. I would be pretty surprised if they do. The team that I think could be a wild card, I don't think it's going to happen, but the Tennessee Titans I think would be would be an interesting fit for Rodgers. AFC team, you team up with Mike Vrabel, who's a great players coach. You have Derrick Henry to lean on in the backfield. Your front seven on defense is pretty good. The division's really not that good outside of the Jags, so it's pretty wide open. Only thing is that he really doesn't have any help at receiver. So unless they bring somebody over and trade, I don't think that's going to be too attractive to Aaron Rodgers, and I don't really know if Tennessee has enough draft capital to appease Green Bay with what they're looking for in return. But that is a name, Mm -hmm. a team that's gotten thrown around is Tennessee that I do think is a bit of a long shot. I think Vrabel is appealing, 
for Rodgers, but I just don't know if they have the assets that Green Bay would want. Well, let's look at another AFC team. This is, this is another longer shot. It's not one of the teams that we keep hearing about that I'm sure we'll get to in a second. What about the Miami Dolphins? Can we mm. really trust Tua's availability? I mean, talk about weapons. And what they were able to do, Miami, with Mike McDaniel last year was impressive. Like, they don't want to just throw that away and bank on Tua's health. Really, it's a huge question mark, big concern. So without being all in on Tua, knowing that we don't know what his availability could look like, could you imagine Aaron Rodgers in Miami? Man, with those two guys on the outside, Waddle and Hill, that'd be – that's the thing, though. Dangerous. You know, with all, with all that the Dolphins gave up last year to get Hill, I, I don't know if they can afford – to do two blockbuster trades like that back-to-back years. But it is fun to think about. I think of any scenario of a team looking for a quarterback, uh, to me, it's either San Francisco or Miami, that if you're a QB, that are the most attractive options because of what's in place there, the head coaches that you get to learn under and, and get coached by. So Miami's a great call, Aaron. I think on paper, I mean, that'd be a lot of fun if he's the quarterback there. But like you said, I do think two is going to be the guy week one. I do think they're also going to bring somebody in, but I think two is going to be their guy. They're willing to give him another year. So because of that and knowing what you're probably going to have to give up for Rodgers and they gave up so much for Hill last year, I do not think he's going to go there. I mean, they could go all in. That Miami front office can get a little crazy. So the Dolphins are at 30 to 1. You brought up the Niners, another team on my list, an NFC team at 9 to 1. And this is actually even more intriguing because we now know that Brock Purdy needs elbow surgery. And that was yeah. going to be one of their guys, Trey Lance. We don't know what the availability is. And th- we haven't even seen enough of these two guys to know that they seem like they're in win-now mode with the other pieces that they have. They traded for Christian McCaffrey. They've got all of these weapons. You've got to have a solid quarterback in there, and there's just a lot of uncertainty around Trey Lance and Purdy. So could you see Rodgers in the Bay Area? I'm sure that's where he wants to go. You know, he went to Cal Berkeley (laughs) for college. He grew up a Northern California kid, so – uh, that was his team growing up. And remember in the draft how San Francisco passed on him. That's where he wanted to go. Yeah. And Green Bay ended up taking him. So Back in 2005, almost 20 years ago. Crazy. That's insane. Yeah, it, it would be kind of a cool cool full circle thing if he goes back to, uh, to San Francisco and that's where he ends up finishing his career. But I, I just, again, the Packers, they don't want to trade him to an NFC team. And knowing that you're probably going to have to go through the Niners to get to the Super Bowl, can't imagine they, they give up Aaron Rodgers to San Francisco. There's just, there's no way. I mean, if you're going to give them up to an NFC team, maybe you give them to one of the teams in the NFC South. Maybe you give them to like Carolina. Maybe you give them to like Tampa, something like that. I just, you know, Seattle is an up and coming team. And then San Francisco, obviously they're built to win right now. So I just, I can't see them giving them up to the Niners. So another one I I can't see happening, but boy, would it be interesting. And they have $48.8 million in cap space. The Patriots, could you imagine? Allow Bill Belichick to just focus on the defense. You've got Aaron Rodgers now. Mac Jones, ugh. 
I just, I'm not a, I'm not a big Mac Jones person and he, I just don't think he's going to have a big upside. So it's like, how long are you going to invest in him when you could go out and grab Aaron Rodgers? You know, I have not thought about Rodgers on the Patriots, but I actually think that would be the perfect fit. I really do. He's always had mutual respect for, for Belichick. And the only thing with Rodgers is, is he willing to kind of live under Brady's shadow? You know, like that's, that's the uh, only kind of thing. Like, ego. are you willing to go there? His ego, especially the fact that you wear number 12, you know, like that's the only thing. But you're right. You know, Mac Jones at Alabama was spectacular because he had so much around him. The Patriots just don't have that. They can't support him like the Niners supported Brock Purdy with all that they have around him. So Rodgers, as we know, throughout his career, he's done plenty with not a lot of help and his defenses haven't been great through the years. Now you get Belichick as your head coach and you get his defenses and I think that makes a lot of sense. I just don't know if Aaron Rodgers' ego, like you said, would allow that to happen. But the Patriots give him a juicy offer. Rodgers to New England, that's a, that's a pretty good call. So we do know that Derek Carr has <clears throat> met with the Jets. And so that brings in the next two teams, the Jets and the Raiders. Out of these two teams, those are the ones we're getting the biggest buzz on. The other ones are longer shots. We're not hearing much on those, but I think there is the possibility. We can't rule those other teams out, but it seems likely it could be the Raiders or it could be the Jets. So where do you think would be the better fit? Probably the Jets, I would have to say, but I don't, the Raiders, is t- they've got weapons too. And if he's like a weather guy, weather's much better for an older veteran quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, a little closer to home where he grew up in Cali. Where would you, although I don't know if his family, does Aaron Rodgers' family live in Cali? Because maybe he wants to be far away from them. Since yeah, they doesn't want to be close to them. Yeah, we know how that works. You know, both are intriguing, right? Like, if he goes to the Raiders, you get to team up with your boy Devontae again. And like you said, the weapons there, Waller at tight end, Josh Jacobs led the NFL in rushing. They could bring him back. I just, I don't know if Rodgers wants to play with that defense that's just so bad. And I don't know if he wants to go to a division with Mahomes and Herbert in there. The Jets, you know, Nathaniel Hackett was hired as their OC, and other teams giving Hackett a shot in hope of luring Rodgers over. Jets have a lot to like, though. Brees Hall was a great rookie running back before he got hurt. He's going to be back. Garrett Wilson was an awesome rookie receiver. And they have a championship-caliber defense. So I think Rodgers to the Jets makes a lot of sense. I think the Raiders do, do too. I mean, again, getting to team up with Devontae again, I'm sure, is very appealing to him. But, man, that division, you're going to have to go through Mahomes and Herbert every single year. Like, that's, that's tough. Yeah, I mean, gosh, it's. I'd like to see him in the NFC and have like one last great run, you know? I mean, the AFC, realistically, I just don't see it for him. It's so tough with all these good young quarterbacks that I just, it's, it's such a tough road for him, but it would be cool to see him. I, I'm one team I'm absolutely like out on, and I've seen it thrown around is the Commanders. Like, they're not landing Aaron Rodgers. Come on. That's where quarterbacks go to die. Like, I I think Aaron Rodgers would retire before he went to Washington. 
I think that's that's a fair assessment. I would agree with you on that. The t- the QB that I could see actually landing on the Commanders this offseason possibly is Ryan Tannehill, maybe as a backup, right? I, I don't know if yeah. Tannehill's going to be a starter anymore, but I was looking at some of these guys, and I'm like, you know, I think Ryan Tannehill could go over there. We remember that when Malik Willis got drafted by Tennessee, he wasn't very forthcoming. He wasn't exactly very friendly with that whole situation. But I think if he understands his role, accepts the fact that he's probably not going to be a starter in in this league, especially on a team that's looking to make the playoffs, looking to contend, I think that'd be a good good play for both sides. You know, if if Hal struggles, you're going to get your opportunity to play. And – if not, and I think, you know, Washington can finally have a backup that they can kind of rely on because Aaron, as we know, quarterbacks in D.C., they uh, they definitely get hurt a lot. Yeah, I would I would stay far, far away. That's a I don't even know how Ron Rivera has been able to keep his job this long, I guess, because the team is like up for sale. So Dan Snyder just doesn't care anymore. But yeah, that's that's a no-go. We won't even waste more time on that because nobody cares. How about so the Falcons at 80 to 1? I want to talk about Lamar because this is one of the most intriguing NFL storylines right now. <clears throat> Where does he end up? You know, we just heard the Ravens' new offensive coordinator talk yesterday, and he says, to be fair, he hasn't talked to any of the players, but not Lamar. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Am I reading too far into this? But like, if I'm Lamar, I want, and I'm staying and interested in staying in Baltimore. Don't you want to like talk to the new OC? Yeah, you would think I, you know, I, I'm with you. I, uh, and you know, I'm a Ravens fan. So I'm like listening to everything, hanging on every word. And he said he hadn't talked to him yet. And I'm like, oh no, I don't know if this is good or bad. <laughs> the, the Ravens, you know, really for my whole life, they've been such a good organization. They've really never done anything like this. And I've gone back my stance on all this, and I don't know whether it has anything to do with it, but, you know, they made Joe Flacco the highest paid quarterback in football after he won the Super Bowl. And Joe was a durable guy. He was always out there. Lamar did win his unanimous MVP. There's no denying his talent and how good he is at quarterback. I just worry that the Ravens saw what that Flacco contract did to kind of the rest of their cap. And they're worried. They're looking at the fact that, you know, Lamar didn't finish the last two seasons. And they're right. saying to themselves, if we make him one of the highest played, paid players in the NFL, he has to be out there for us or we're going to be screwed. So it's tough because then on the other end, Aaron, they build their whole offense around Lamar. You know, like if you go away from him, that's going to be a rebuilding project. And you're going to build, bring in somebody else who is nowhere near the skill set of Lamar and it's going to be tough. So we know the the exclusive franchise tag window opened up yesterday. They have until March 7th to decide if they want to do that or not. They can still sign them to a long-term deal. Uh, so we'll wait and see. But I agree with you. The Falcons are the most intriguing team just because the way they ran the ball last season, especially with Marcus Mariota, Arthur Smith, their head coach, is a guy with really good Drake run London. concepts. Yeah. Drake London, yeah, and, and so that Kyle division, Pitts can be back. The, the division is just trash too. I mean, they should have a nice path to make the playoffs. I, I just think that it, you know, Corderell Patterson, you got Drake London, you've got Arthur Smith as the head coach, and 
really, I might just put this in lightning bets because I keep thinking about it. Ever since Jason Lockenfora came on the show and said he thinks Lamar's going to the Falcons, at that time, Falcons were 75 to 1, and now they're 80 to 1, PJ. Should I just pull the trigger a little sprinkle? I mean, I just wasted money on overtime bets last night, so I figure why I think why so. Not? I think, you know, I think I'm going to hit my ECU 90 to 1 ticket. You're going to hit your Lamar 80 to 1 ticket. We're just going to be filthy rich, so I like the sound of that. This is VecQL Daily presented by BetMGM. You know him as Mid-Major Matt. We get his favorite college hoops picks next on the VecQL Network.